Welcome to our new podcast, Fact Checkers, with Cece and Tia. I'm Cece. And I'm Tia. Each week, we're going to pick a topic we think ourselves and the public should be more aware about. The topics discussed could range from world conflicts to money to social issues or to different religions. While this podcast is primarily made for educational purposes, our own opinions will be said during this episode. Our opinions are not and should not be taken as fact. All our sources, named and unnamed, will be linked in the podcast description. If you want to learn more about the topic discussed, these sources are a good place to start. With that being said, let's jump right into today's episode where we'll be discussing the Israeli-Palestinian conflict from the Israeli and Western point of view. All right, Tia, so this is something we've discussed quite a few times. Yes. And it's still quite confusing. (laughs) As it should be. To me. Um, So... I got some questions. I'm sure a lot of people don't know, especially in the States. I think a lot of the people don't really understand what's going on over there. Oh, 1,000%. So. I mean, I, unless you, like, study it, it's very hard to really know what's going on. Yeah. So I think this will be a good one. When we're talking about this conflict, um, I want to make it very clear. When we're talking about Israel, we're talking about their government, not about Jewish people or the people that live there. Yeah, we're not talking about the religion specifically. Yes. Um, if we are... I will clarify, or Cece will clear. We will both. We'll make it very clear it's about the religion or the people or something. Okay, cool. I commence? Yes, where do we start? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So um, it's it's known that it is a land dispute, right? Mm -hmm. So it's basically Israel versus Palestine, Mm -hmm. and then their allies against other allies. Okay. Um, A lot of people like to think of it simply because of the land. They like to think, oh, well, you know, these people deserve this land and then these people deserve this land. But a lot of people don't realize that um, majority of the conflict has a backbone with religion as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. It began when there was a rise in nationalism on both parties. Okay. Okay. So the state of Israel was born basically when World War II kind of was on the rise. So Britain gave this land to the Jewish people and was like, here, you can come back to these roots. This is Jerusalem. This is like your holy land. So... You're welcome here, okay? Mm-hmm. With that being said, there was a lot of turmoil in between, like, the in between Europe and Israel, which had Britain end up cutting off ties, fast forward a few years, and now uh, the U.S. is what's allies with Israel. Um, and I do want to clarify that if you look at the U.N. and on their website, there is no country that recognizes Israel as a state, more so individual countries, but as a U.N. In a whole, as a whole that might be something different. Um, Yeah, the United States is the only country that recognizes Israel as its own state. So we we all know that Israel wants to be an entirely Jewish state. So that is Zionism. Well, not all of us know it, but... Oh, my bad. Now we do. (laughs) Now we do. Um, Yeah, so Palestine, or the land specifically, was under the control of the Ottoman Empire up until it was captured by the British, which is World War II. Okay, separate question. Yeah. (laughs) So... We talked about this before that Ottoman Empire didn't fall in a day, but right. did when? How did Brit- Britain get Britain? <laughs> how did the British get involved? Did they cause the or contribute to the Ottoman Empire falling? So the Middle East has some parts of it that mm-hmm. is a product of colonialism. Okay. Okay. Yes. So um, the British taking over Palestinian land that was colonialism. That was colonization. That was. We are marking our territory. We want your oil. We want your land. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the same way that they do it with Africa. 
The only difference is Africa has tribes rather than empires, or at least they used to have empires. So using an example that makes sense in my head. Okay. The Ottoman Empire was a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a being. Yes. yes it, was, <laughs> it was, you know, it was there. It was chilling. Um, and what we now know is the Middle East. Yep. So is it kind of like how the U.S. has different bases in different countries? The British came in and took a specific land and was like, this is British land. No. Okay. I mean, kind of right with the whole bases. Okay. But they weren't like, this is British land. They were like, this is under British control. Okay. So Britain never took the land for themselves, but they took the land's resources and put it under Britain's control so that way they can like exploit the resources. Okay. So like oil, gold, you know, spices, whatever it was. It's the same thing that they did with India, same thing that they did with North Africa, um, the States, basically. They just had a little carving of yeah. land that they're like this is where we stay and basically this is where we get our sources yeah and then this is where we're going to reside up until we're done with you guys okay. basically um they did that throughout the levantines so the levantines are lebanon syria palestine and jordan okay they're called the levantines they come from levantinian background mostly because they're part of the ottoman empire mostly because they speak the same dialect of arabic so they are grouped together so the French and the British were the ones that were involved. But when thinking about Palestine or Palestinian land, specifically British, you want to think British. Okay. Okay. Britain is the one that took it from the Ottoman Empire. So Britain went up to the Ottoman Empire and then they were like, hey, we're going to take this. <laughs> and then they did. So was, did the Ottoman Empire was like, go forth and take my land? Or no, was the Ottoman like... Empire was like, dude, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, so, okay. And then Britain was like, they took a toy from them. more resources yeah, than you. Yeah, pretty okay. much. I mean, Britain was a very powerful um, country. They had a powerful navy, okay. basically. So when Britain was powerful because of its access to water. Yes. So if Britain was not surrounded by water, they would not have been a powerhouse at all. Okay. Okay. In that land, in the Levantines, it is Arab. Mm-hmm. Like, almost strictly. Okay. So when Britain came up, um, and I'm talking by culture, right? So when Britain came up and it was a different culture, different language, different everything, it kind of clashed a little bit. And when I'm saying Arab, I don't mean Muslim. I mean just Arab by culture, by ethnicity, by language, all of that. I want to say about 12% was Jewish Arab. So That was already there when the British came? Yeah. So okay. about 12% of Palestine was Jewish whereas the majority was Muslim, and then there was a small portion that was Christian. Okay, mm-hmm. So when Britain came up, and then they kind of took that land, that's when Germany was basically, I explained this to you, I think, um, that's when Germany was kind of, you know... Having his holocaust. Yeah, just a little <laughs> genocide. So that's basically when it was going on, and then Britain was like, you know what, we are going to give you guys land, we're going to give you guys back this land, this was yours previously, um, just take it back. Okay, and then we will support you. So Britain, Britain gave British, British, (laughs) (laughs) the British had that, that was their little land carved out or little area carved out. Right. And then they're like, okay, listen, this is your homeland, you know. Well, they they didn't say like, this is your homeland. They said, you can seek refuge here. Basically, we will support you guys in whatever you need. Because you got to remember Jewish people in Europe had nothing. Mm-hmm. They were literally fearing for their lives, right? So it's yeah. not like they can just pack up their homes all nicely with all their furniture and all of their money and everything and then move across the ocean just to live in a... Like, they had to take essentials only. Yeah. And when they weren't 
the wealthiest, mm-hmm. right? So, and then Palestine opened up with like, you know, they, they were like, come in, you guys are refugees, we will take you in, we will take care of you, we will help you out because we know it's a hard time. Basically, you know, the Jewish people kind of stayed together in a community because that's, that's who they knew. You know, mm-hmm. they only knew each other. They didn't know the land, they didn't know the language, they didn't know the culture or the ways. Because mm-hmm. Jewish people were majority European. Right. Although Jerusalem was originally for Judaism, mm-hmm. it was also for Christianity and Muslims. So it was it was an evolutionary thing. And throughout time, um, the Jewish people would immigrate to the north, which is Europe. So most Jewish people that came back to Israel are European descent, mm-hmm. not necessarily Arab descent. Okay, so that's because they stayed together. They were like, well, we kind of want more. Okay. Okay. And I mean, I don't think it's wrong to ask for more. I think if you're a refugee, um, you can ask for permanent residence. You can you can ask for a house of your own. You can ask for your own name, your own like trade. Um, you can ask to go to school. You can. It's okay to ask for those things. You know, they wanted to make a home for themselves, mm-hmm. but it kind of got out of control when the population kind of grew, and immigration spiked within Jewish people. So on the Israeli side. Um, in their perspective, they figured that if enough people were to immigrate to Israel, then they would be able to take completely over Palestine, or at least their government. So, again, I'm not saying this for all Jewish people, and I'm not saying this for all Israelis, you know, because some people are, are, are born not knowing, and some people are born, like, that are part of this movement. But the government in itself, the Israeli government, was like, you know, we're going to have a lot of more like Jewish people come here, so that way it can be Jewish land. So mm-hmm. it's deeply rooted in Zionism. Um, even now, to this day, like if you're American and Jewish and have no ties to Israel, you can go to Israel and gain citizenship like that. Okay. Just because you're Jewish. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they want a bigger population. They want a completely Jewish state. They're burning down mosques and churches. They're burning down the homes of Palestinians because of this kind of want for control and for power and everything. Britain didn't want their name tied to that. Britain wanted to fend for themselves. And then they were like, you know what, um, deuces, yeah, we're, we out. That's when the U.S. was like, you know what, I see you guys. I see that you guys want your own land. I will be here for you. So the U.S. is supporting Israel. They're giving them weapons. They're teaching them how to um, combat. They're giving them money, um, obviously for trade, because America does nothing for no reason. It's kind of how that went through. Okay, so the more people that immigrate to Israel, the less land Palestinians have. Mm-hmm. They were kind of being pushed out, so they would go into surrounding countries like Jordan and Lebanon, maybe some in Iraq, some in Egypt. Um, but there are some places in that land that is meant for both sides. So Jerusalem is one of them, the West Bank, and the Gaza Strip. Okay, so those are where most of the Palestinians are residing now that basically Israel is in control. Both want to be a part of the UN. Palestine and Israel. Yes. They both want a state. Mm -hmm. They want their own land, okay? So Palestinians were there way longer than Israelis, and they feel as if their land was taken away from them. They're like, well, what do we do? What do we do? Basically, the only people that can stop them is the UN, Mm -hmm. and the UN doesn't have an army. Like, on paper, (laughs) the UN is is a figure of speech, basically. United Nations. It's literally fairy dust. Yeah, Yeah. so it does not belong to a certain country. It does not have an army. barely has any money to itself. It only has money from other countries supporting it, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um... But they are powerful enough to be like, stop, just mm-hmm. stop. So they want a two-state solution, and Palestine has tried. Their government has made about 12 peace resolutions. Um, 
But the Israeli government said no because they wanted it to be entirely Jewish. So that's why. But they're both going to the UN asking for help. The UN has a small place set for Palestine for all of their conferences. And I, I assume Israel does too. That one I don't know about. But again, the US is the only country that like fully backs and recognizes Israel as a state. So since we're talking about Israel, Israel's perspective and the Western perspective, what is Israel asking for from the UN? From the UN? Yeah. They want total control of that land. Okay. They're like, we deserve this land. We want to keep this land. What is their reasoning? They deserve it. Okay. <laughs> there, there is no concrete reasoning. Okay. Um, they, they'll try to use something that's like against the UN they're like oh well Britain gave us this land so we should get all of it why do we have to get part of it or they'll mm -hmm. be like well the US is backing us and you know how powerful they are and mm -hmm. they'll kind of use those tactics but at the end of the day they're basically just saying we deserve this land we want to take it okay. it's ours we live here right. we made a life here we deserve it but the UN doesn't see it like that mm -hmm. because the UN is like but that's exactly it you you took it you didn't <laughs> you didn't ask for it you didn't look for it on your own you simply took it Mm -hmm. Okay. Nobody in the surrounding countries is in support of Israel. Okay. That's slowly so, changing. So like Syria, Lebanon, Yeah, exactly. Jordan. So okay. no, none of the surrounding countries recognize them. They don't want to help them. They're like, what the fuck? Like they're the bully mm -hmm. and they're trying to back up their friend who's Palestine. Because of that, that's Israel gets into many wars with them, which I mean, they've won a good few because they're backed by the US. So they've gone to war with Egypt and Lebanon and Syria and Jordan and all of them. But because the Palestinians are backed by them, they're called the Arab League. Do you have any questions? Because this is all over the place. Right? Yeah, right, right. Um, so I guess let's talk about the United States involved okay. with this. So the United States got itself involved. Mm -hmm. When did the United States get itself involved? When Britain left. Which was? I'm going to look that up. Okay, sweet. Google is free. <laughs> Google is free. It literally says Israel has no greater friend than the United States. <laughs> I mean, while we look this up, I remember in seventh grade. <laughs> um, We're taking it real back. Yeah, we take it. We throwing it back. Uh, shout out, Mr. Rapicki. I love him. <laughs> I love him so much. I don't know. We were probably doing something with world history, but we were talking about Israel because he was briefly. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was the Israel Israeli Palestinian conflict at the time, but he was mm -hmm. talking about how when people come at Israel. They have the U.S. in the, their back pocket, and the U.S. can poof. Yes. <laughs> get, get, the, get, the, get those people off those their vibes. backs. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, oh, interesting, because Israel is a teeny t It's literally the size of Metro Detroit. Yeah, it's a teeny tiny country. Mm -hmm. So when you have something like the United States backing you like that, it's kind of yeah. hard to compete. <laughs> very. I. This is a theory of mine, so it's not backed by fact, but I do believe that the United States is buddy-buddy with Israel due to the fact that Israelis came from Europe. Because before Israel, America had a really hard time getting a foot into the Middle East. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm talking like, you know, before 9-11, before the war with Afghanistan. Before Saudi Arabia? Before Saudi Arabia. Because um, that was, what, last 20, 30 years? Mm -hmm. Whereas Israel's been here since the 40s. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is the door that brought America into the Middle East and was like, you know what, we can we can take this part over too. Mm -hmm. Because Europe was still going through colonizations in Africa in like the 40s and 50s. And America could have done so as well. America was like its own country and everything, but it hasn't because they knew 
that the Middle East was not going to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But now that Israel is there, they're like, you know what? This is our chance. Mm. And that's why I feel like they came in and they're like, we're going to help you, but you got to give us oil. You got to give us the riches of it and all that stuff. Um, because Google is free, it doesn't mean it's all that helpful. <laughs> um, so it says that they started to recognize Israel as a state in 1948, which is when it was founded. Okay. Um, but it didn't recognize Jerusalem as the capital up until 2017. So it's always recognized it as a state, but they stepped up in their responsibilities with Israel when Britain left. Okay. Right. So yeah. Britain used to give them the money, used to give them the resources, used to give them everything. And then once they left, the U.S. was like, well, we can do it. So then they did it. Well, do we know when British left? British. When Britain <laughs> left, one of these days I'll get it right. So when Britain was taking over the Palestinian land, mm-hmm. they were on Palestine's side. Okay. Because they told Israelis to come in, they said come in as friends, as refugees, as, you know, residents. Yeah. They didn't say come in and take this land. Right. So when Israel started doing the whole, I'm going to take this land, that's when Britain backed out because at the end of the day, they were still friends with Palestine. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that the UN adopted Resolution 181, which is also known as a partition resolution, to kind of divide Great Britain's former Palestinian mandate. Okay. Okay. Um, and then that's the whole splitting up of the country. Okay. So this was in May of 1948. So 1948, that's when Israel became a state in the eyes of these people. Yes. So that's because of this, this specific resolution is what divided certain cities Mm -hmm. into Palestinian cities versus Israeli cities. And then like all throughout the, like the land. So that way it was equally divided so that Israelis can have their own Jewish places and then Palestinians can have their own places. Mm -hmm. Um, And every year or every five years, it it grows, which is why it's mostly Israeli land than it is Palestinian land now. Okay. Because it does say that Israelis came in the late 19th century, Mm -hmm. but when they started taking control was 40s, 1940s. Um, Do you mean early 19th century? 19th century is late 1800s. Oh, okay. <laughs> so mid 20th century is when <laughs> my head hurts. <laughs> not, not actually, but like, I it's confusing to me that the ninth, the ninth, the 1900s, 1900, 1900, <laughs> the 19, 1901, like 1902, that kind of era is the 20th century. Yeah. And then the 2000s are like the, the 21st. 21st. Yeah. I'm just like, why could either i think it just because it goes in time time yeah i'm gonna leave that to the astronomers because that's not on me mm-hmm. it's um, probably not even up to the astronomers it's probably no. it's, probably it's an illusion else. time yeah. is an illusion period Anyways. <laughs> so um because israel is gaining popularity especially with the u.s they have more physical control mm-hmm. so they have all of the weapons um palestinian kind of backs itself up via groups Mm -hmm. so i know we talked about this in the last episode with the syrian civil war how there were like the rebels and the terrorists and everything that those kinds of small groups are what palestine has right now they don't have a specific army so Mm -hmm. like you can't fight the israelis and be like i'm part of the palestinian no you're part of a certain group that's fighting them okay yeah so they don't like it's to the point of where palestine doesn't even have that money anymore Mm -hmm. they're just fighting because they need to um so what's the so what's the i know you said your reason why you think 
the United States got involved, but mm-hmm. what's the party line for them getting involved mm-hmm. and being ally like allies? Party line. Like what's the what does the US government say they got involved or why they continue to stay involved? They said that they're supporting a friend. Okay. So they're pulling an Iran. Okay. Remember how last episode we were talking yeah. about how Iran is like, oh, we're supporting an old friend of ours due to this, this, and that, you know? Um, that's what the United States is saying. They are supporting Israel because they are supporting said friend mm-hmm. in, oh, we feel bad that they were prosecuted and we feel bad that they don't have a state. So they're just feel guilty because of the Holocaust. Which, yeah, but okay. like... And I mean, as they should. Like, I mean, the, everybody should feel yeah. bad about that, but like, I, it's, that's not the actual reason. Right. You know, again, I think I've clarified that there's never just one reason as to why a country does something. Mm-hmm. So with the Israeli perspective, specifically the Israeli perspective, um, although they're getting the support from the U.S., they feel threatened by everyone else. Okay. Which is why they're like, you know, calling the big shots and taking the land and going into these wars. Um, they feel like because of these threats, they, they're, they're just fighting to survive. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily like... Oh, well, I claimed it before. No, 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 no. They feel like, oh, you're, you're going to take it away from me and all this stuff. And they feel like it's because they're surrounded by enemies that they're going to be taken over. So question. Yeah. Whenever I, not whenever I, I mean, when it, I, so I kind of get snippy with my dad online mm-hmm. and. <laughs> As you should. Because uh, he's, po- he posts things like take all U.S. Dollar- dollars from overseas, which I mean. I understand. And I'm like... As I can like, take it away from overseas? Yeah, take take all like, the money from bring overseas, back. bring it back here. We got to pay off our debt. We got to do something for these people. Mm-hmm. What? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's clearly not for healthcare. <laughs> or, or, or education. Yeah, so it's, I don't know why he wants to bring it back, but he wants to bring it back. And like, I so I commented something of like, take all US dollars out of Israel, free Palestine. and As you should. As and, you should. And my family didn't like that very much. <laughs> the entirety of your family? Or well, just specific parts. Because oh, okay. somebody commented back, like, calling me anti-Semitic. And like... Oh my God, no. If you are anti-Zionist, you are not anti-Semitic. Yeah, so how did that narrative twist, at least in the Western world? In the West... Okay, so Zionism literally means they want a state specifically for Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Okay, anti-Semitism... Means you hate Judaism. <laughs> that is not the same thing. You okay? A lot of people are anti-Zionist uh, because they think that the land should be catered to everybody that resides there. It should be catered to the Muslims and to the Christians and to the atheists and to the agnostics and everything. everything. And especially like Abrahamic religions, because right, that's because all of our that's holy the holy land, land yeah. right? So that is what it is to be anti-Zionist. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whereas pro-Zionism is when you're like, no, fuck the Muslims, fuck the Christians, fuck the atheists and agnostics and everybody else in between. Um, they should go find their own land because they don't deserve to live in the holy place, which is meant for Jewish people only. Okay. That's what Zionists believe. Whereas to be anti-Semitic, that is literally someone going up to a Jewish, Jewish person and being like, I hate you because you're Jewish. Okay. That is literally Hitler. <laughs> like, that is not what that means. That's, no, to be anti-Zionist is not to be anti-Semite. Okay. Because okay? you can have a country where it includes Jewish people and be pro-Semite mm-hmm. and still be anti-Zionist. Okay. Yeah. So, and I, I understand. I do not hate Jewish people or Judaism. Right. I, I do not. I am not a Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I, I don't, like, 
I, I, tr- I hate the bringing the United States and the Constitution, but I do believe, like, freedom of religion. You can believe what you want. Like, right. I can't tell you what to do. Right. And I don't hate a particular religion. Right. So, it's... I, so, how did that get... Is there any reason it got twisted? Was that just propaganda? Propaganda. Like, okay. Oh, yeah, like marketing, advertising, all of that stuff. Okay. Um, especially with World War II. Okay. So if you are literally being like, oh no, I don't support Zionism, they're going to be like, oh, so you supported the Holocaust. <laughs> like they're literally going to just throw it back and twist it and twist okay. your words. And it's, it's, it's like, no, I don't, I do not support the Holocaust. I don't mm-hmm. think genocide is okay in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. But I also think that people should be able to live where they want to, despite what they believe in. Okay. But a lot of people don't see it like that. So they just see, well, like, oh, you know, they were persecuted. They were, you know, oppressed. Every, they were killed. Their ancestors were killed, which I understand. I feel very deeply for that. But at the same time, it doesn't mean you get to start terrorizing a new group of people simply for the fact that you want your own things, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, my God, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, oh, my uh, God. It, ba- it baffles me so much. Yeah. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. And I think as soon as you explain it to people, they understand. Mm-hmm. But... If you, they also gotta kind of be open. Very, yeah. That. I mean, I don't think it's wrong for Israel to have allies. Yeah. This is strictly my opinion. I personally don't like the idea of Zionism, mm-hmm. um, just because I do believe that everybody should belong to a country regardless of because you can always convert. Like if you're Jewish and you're like, oh, I don't believe in it anymore, and you convert to something else, are you gonna be kicked out? Right. So it's like. It's, I, so I don't like the idea of it, but at the same time, I do feel like Israel needs to make a compromise. I'm not saying that Israel shouldn't exist. I'm not saying that Palestine shouldn't exist, but I do think that there needs to be some sort of compromise between them, whether they split up the land equally or just something. So the UN has tried, and again, uh, Palestine has tried with the 12 peace treaties that Israel has all rejected. Um, The UN is trying to get them somewhere. Okay. Okay. Um. One of them being that they split the land directly, mm-hmm. like in half. And then another one being that the Israeli government, they, it's all one land, but the Israeli mm-hmm. government allows Palestinians to be in office in some form or shape or way, you know, gotcha. just so that there can be representation. Mm-hmm. Every time Israel agrees to something, Palestine doesn't. And every time Palestine agrees to something, Israel doesn't. So right. it's just a big cat fight at this mm-hmm. point, And it's just trying to see who's going to be more in power. Okay. Okay. Um, that's basically the entirety of the Israeli Western perspective. Mm-hmm. It's much shorter than the Palestinian one because it's less history. Right. Um, it's mostly because paperwork. Because it's only from the 40s. Exactly. It's only from the 40s. It's mostly paperwork and it's mostly like, oh my God, you're not my friend. And then like, oh my God, you are my friend. And then just, yeah. you know, losing allies, gaining allies. It's basically the history of the country in itself. Gotcha. Okay. Well... Shorter episode for today. (laughs) I mean, compared to last week. All right. Well, that concludes today's episode about the Israeli conflict from the Israeli and Western perspective. Uh, If we got anything wrong during this episode or think we missed out on a major part, please, please, please feel free to DM me on any of the social media platforms, which will be linked in the description. Um, If any corrections come, we will make an update to future episodes. Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode where we'll be talking about the Israeli and Palestinian conflict again, but from the Palestine Middle Eastern perspective. And until next time, make sure you put the cover to your toilet seat down when you flush. I'm going to cry every (laughs) time. That's it. That's all. (laughs)